1: Welcome into this Wednesday edition of The Flagship, I'm your host Zach Perry, Greg Jones, LB's Meat Market. I do want to remind you, first time Greg is here, as I'm bad on my uh, pre-recording notes. Um, but you, the listener, tuned in Tuesday and, uh, and Monday, uh, you know that we are consolidating everything. We've got one show Monday through Friday now, it's called The Flagship. Uh, still that red and blue smoke flavor, as you see Greg's beautiful face over there at LB's Meat Market. We're going to talk baseball, we're going to talk some horse racing as the derby is fast approaching. Um, but yeah, still the podcast you know and love, just uh, consolidation is key. Um show is brought to you by College Corner, Power in the Studio, Talk of Champions, three locations, Oxford, Ridgeland, and Flowood. Go see them in person if you can. The space in Oxford's fantastic. If you cannot, check them out, collegecornerstore.com. Greg and I were talking about in the, uh, in the pre-show, probably about to get cold, uh, just in time for Iowa coming into town this weekend. Maybe you need to go get you a quarter zip, maybe a hoodie or something before you head out to Swayze. College Corners got you covered there, Greg. Good morning. Baseball back on track after a rocky uh, a rocky week last week, and then a Friday game that was just bizarre. <laughs> and then uh, maybe they switched the bats out. I don't know what happened.
2: Uh, I think um, what was it? What was the trick when they threw all the bats out on the on, in the dugout? And yeah. you know, and you I mean, you know, get the demons out, um, wake them yeah. up. Well, I mean, what do we do? Forty runs in two games, or forty runs uh, in three games? Thirty, thirty eight. Yeah, if, if you
1: if you count the loss, it was over forty, I guess. But yeah, thirty seven <laughs> in, in in the two run rule victories, um, twelve last night. Ole Miss defeats Little Rock twelve to six. A little bit of a slow start out the gate. Um, Jackson Ross continues to uh, just pound baseballs out of the ballpark. Will Furnace had him a dinger. Andrew Fisher had one. Reagan Burford, a um, little bit of a up and down for the true freshman. I liked what I saw out of uh, Will Mendez on the mound. Um, five Ks. It uh, was a collective effort on the mound uh, from the rest of the staff. Mason Morris got the win. Um, but hey, yeah. I think this is this is kind of the mo for this team right now, right? They're going to have to score some runs.
2: Yeah, no, I, I swear, uh, you know, that's the first time I've, I've seen a taller, bigger Kevin Graham. Uh, he looks good out there.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, um,
2: uh, you know, that, that you said it nailed it on the head. I mean, the pitching is not going to have your lockdown ace. That's going to win two to one games, three to two games. Uh, you know, the bats are going to have to show up. Uh, I, I would love to, uh, I mean, get one of those pencil bats. I mean, that that pencil bat looked really awesome. Um, yeah. that was that was uh, but no, uh, uh, no, I, I think the bats are definitely going to show up all week, all year long. I mean, you know, uh, all you got to do is talk bad about the the revs' bats and how bad they are, and then they'll they'll start, they'll wake up. So, uh, yeah, I, whenever I was scrolling through Twitter on Friday, it was uh, it was pretty bad. I mean, there was, I, I think there was most people had already jumped off the ledge. I mean, it was, there wasn't even one foot off the ledge not even like one of the uh what's that mean where he's like ah ah or, oh, oh yeah know, like <laughs> it, it, it was full-blown that and uh it is what it is look it's this is a whole brand new team this is not uh a team that you know bringing back five to six seven starters um you know he's still tweaking the lineup i feel like feel like that lineup's kind of getting you know there's some solidified spots in there and you know, like you were saying, I think the bats are going to be the big teller and, uh, you know, the arms are going to hopefully get some outs whenever key outs when we need them. Um, hopefully the starting pitcher, you know, if we can get four to five innings out of your starting pitcher, I feel like the bullpen's deep enough to where you can go um, seven, six, seven uh, pitchers uh, per game. So yeah. um, just is what it is. It's not your typical, you know, um, Friday night guy that goes seven, seven, eight innings and throw it into your closer and you win three to two every night, every Friday night. So it's going to be a different uh, different feel, but I like the bats. I like, you know, uh, playing uh, big ball, small ball. However, you know, I like putting runs on the board, you know, but uh, I do uh, enjoy a pitcher's duel every once in a while, that's for sure.
1: Yeah, like you said, crooked numbers, three in the first, three in the fourth, three in the sixth, two in the eighth, um, 14 hits. It's funny with baseball, typically – you see the pitching a little bit ahead of the of the offense with, you know, yeah, you're going to have some guys hit and fall ball and stuff, but live pitching, not your own guys that you see every day. Offense might be a little, you know, lagging behind the pitching more times than not, but not the case. But I, I do want to go back to what you said, brand new lineup. Um, pretty much, if I'm remembering correctly, I'm kind of running through the roster here, pretty much an entire brand new starting nine. Um much. I know there's some there's some familiar faces with Burford and, and, and Uttermark and Furnace. But, yeah, Jackson Ross at first. Burford moves over to second. Luke Hill at short. Andrew Fisher at third. You've got uh, Campbell Smithwick behind the dish. And then pretty much a brand new uh, – Ethan Leger – Another yeah, I like was...
2: LeJay at the top of the order. Uh, he even led off uh, last – I like him at the top of the order. And, you know, and, uh, again, whenever you're talking about a brand-new team, you don't even know where you want to put a particular person. Like, you almost want to put, you know, um, your best – I mean, I think the Yankees are doing this right now with uh, Aaron Judge. Don't they bat him lead off? Like, so,
1: I mean, you can right. – uh, It's like the, uh, the Braves uh, with, with, with Acuna. They'll put him yeah. in the leadoff spot here and there. Yeah.
2: So, I mean, you know, you want to put, um, get that, get the lineup started. So, um, yeah, who knows? Uh, the, I know Iowa's got a really good Friday guy. Uh, yeah. I know they're top 25, uh, top 25. So we'll see what the bats they, do. Uh, this they week. were, they were. Oh, they had, yeah. they had, they they had a to. rough
1: week last week. Um, okay. But, but still a good ball club. Yeah. Like you said, they got, they got it. They got a big league arm that'll be going on Friday. Um, Ole Miss takes on Missouri State as we record this Wednesday morning. It'll be uh, on Wednesday, and then uh, they welcome the Hawkeyes into town uh, for the Yeah, weekend, and we got so.
2: run rolled last year by
1: Semo uh, last year, right? Um, it was C- my, if, if it was Semo, this is Missouri State, so this is the Bears, oh, okay. not yeah, the well, Red well, Hawks.
2: Missouri State's a solid block, ball club. They always make the regionals, and they I know they always get paired up with that Arkansas regional, and they usually get you know, one or two wins in that, in that regional. So good ball club.
1: Yeah. If I remember correctly. Yeah. Way back in the day, I do remember watching 2003 Missouri state made it to to Omaha. Yeah. So how about that for a throwback? Um, So, yeah, I don't know. Again, it's, it's still way too early for people to hit the panic button. Um, I kind of like this, 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 it's always great to return, nine starters in every weekend arm and and be great. But this is also kind of fun where brand new faces trying to figure things out. Um, A lot of these transfers are still finding their footing. Um, You know, you're kind of Jackson Ross sure as hell has his footing. He's, he's been on a heater, but yeah, Andrew Fisher hits a bomb last night. He's starting to come around, get some better at bats. Um, So uh, I think that let's let's see what happens let's get into sec play see how this lineup and this and he's
2: got kind of a diverse lineup with righty lefty he's got you know a little bit more lefties than normal uh in the lineup so um
0: yeah
2: Uh, man you just gotta you just gotta give it time i mean it's uh, i know that everybody wants now 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 and you know but um let's just you know get through this early part of the year find a you know a good solid lineup and uh, roll with it and uh, be ready to roll for sec play i mean that's um it's kind of like your building block you know to to get to sec play i mean i know that the last three or four years we've gone what 19 and 0 and 20 and i mean we hadn't lost a game you know and uh for you know i, I know the covid year i mean we what we were lost the first game to yeah, Louisville, like six, and then we went and 16 or,
1: and one start or 17 and one yeah
2: yeah so i mean you know Uh, obviously you would love to win these midweek games and, you know, and these um, um, first of the the month uh, season. But, you know, again, we just got to find the lineup that, you know, is is right for us. I definitely like that bigger, taller uh, uh, Kevin Graham. That is for sure. Even though I do love scrawny, I I love the original Kevin Graham just because he was such a gamer and, but uh, I kind of like bigger, uh, bigger uh, Kevin Graham this year.
1: Speaking of bigger, um, Kentucky Derby in May. I know you were, uh, recently got some eyes on, uh, Sierra Leone. Um, yeah. I went
2: to the risen star, which is a, a derby prep. Um, uh, so there's a lot of derby preps before the Derby. You've got, uh, the risen star, you've got the Louisiana Derby. That's going to be March 23rd. You've got the Arkansas Derby. I think that might be in the same kind of time frame. Um, Oakland had the rebel last weekend uh, that's a derby prep so um, so yeah it's just uh, it's got the road uh, it's almost like the road to the final four <laughs> um, you know they um, you know have these little preliminary races at, at uh, places like the fairgrounds in Oakline, and Oakland uh, and Keeneland will open up in April so um, so yeah it was uh, man you know uh, the derby horses are on another level I mean these these horses are, you know, prepped as a two year old to run, um, you know, a prep race as a two year old to get on the derby track. So, um, man, it's like I said, I I was um, at the at the Risen Star and uh, Steve Asmussen was uh, was down and his horse was actually winning war correspondent. Um, and then just Sierra Leone just ate him up. I mean, you can just I, I sent you uh, Zach the video and. I wish I could share it with everybody, but I mean, just the, <laughs> you can hear them. I mean, it's, you know, it's, it's the video starts and I'm pretty sure, man, I think they might've been a football field away um, whenever the video started, but about five seconds, they're right there on top of you. And you can hear the, the splash and, you know, it's just, uh, I don't know. It just, it's some, it, it hits some people and it's, and it doesn't, you know, it just, but it's uh it's they're amazing athletes and it's amazing whenever you can see a 1200 pound animal going 40 miles an hour you know competing with another you know 1200 pound animal literally side by side so uh it's uh it's it's a pretty awesome experience but yeah the uh derby is uh is coming up and then the kentucky oats is is on friday that's the uh female version of the kentucky derby so um they'll have some oak preps also so uh yeah, man. Just, um, uh, it's that time of the year. The weather's getting nice. The masters will be here before you know it. Uh, just, you know, uh, just a good time. Uh, good, good, good sports time of the year. You got the final four, you got, uh, league tournaments coming up. Um, I, I watched uh, a little of the, um, Kentucky Mississippi state game last night. Um, uh, that was, um, that was a good ball game. Um uh, yeah. really good ball game. Um, um, uh, Uh, man, that uh that Reed Reed Shepard uh for Kentucky is a is a uh I don't know, I wouldn't say Larry Bird, but I mean he is (laughs) I would maybe maybe um who is the kid from BYU from no no little Jimmer. He does look like Jimmer. Yeah, he's kinda got a little Jimmer feel to him. But I mean whenever Hubbard hits that three to tie it up, I'm like, holy shit, they've messed around. And, like, tied this game up and literally and just, man, it was a really good game. And, you know, it's that February, March, you're going to get these games that are so awesome back and forth. And, uh, um, yeah, just it's that time of the year where the sports are are hitting hard right now. You mentioned Larry Bird. There was a
1: video that I think uh, from some – it was a podcast or an interview that Larry Bird did a couple weeks ago said that he actually wanted to go to Kentucky. They didn't want him.
3: Or visit UFEOfficial.com slash Video Lock to see how you can gain complete control of your door. That's UFE Video Lock, a proud sponsor of this, the Talk of Champions Podcast Network. It's concert season, and concert season is all about the boots. Already, Oxford and Ole Miss have seen Morgan Wallen lighted up at Vaught Hemingway Stadium. Ole Miss football star and Talk of Champions podcaster Jared Ivey bemoaned how his boots were lacking. He should have gone with DeCovis. The only stop for the Ole Miss fan and the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings for the spring and summer, including timeless, always-on-trend styles in men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. Stop by your local Tecovis store and have a complimentary drink or two on the house while you shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and a friendly staff are at your service, and many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it to a store, just visit tacovas.com. That's t e c o v a s.com. They offer free shipping on all boots as well as free returns and exchanges and ship right to your door. Go to Tecovas.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today.
2: There's a lot of uh you know players like that that you know wanted to go to a particular place and they never got to go and uh uh, the big program actually I'm trying to think there's some other people like that like you know that um I, I just can't think of any off the top of my head but uh maybe Joe McKnight you know for Ole Miss I mean who? who, who? <laughs> it, it, it still worked out for Larry he did all right yeah um, I would I would say so man you know that's those old Larry Bird highlights and Michael Jordan highlights and stuff like that it's just I don't know I mean like I I, I clicked on Twitter and the the guy from the cavaliers like went uh nuclear last night uh they were down by like 10 points with oh i saw that he went 5 for 5 and then he hit like a 80 75 footer to win the game
1: i saw the clip of i can't remember what who they were playing but the guy it hit the go hammer. ahead yeah uh, i don't know who it was hit a go ahead bucket like a like a went up i guess it was technically a dunk literally basically a layup and then For ten seconds yeah and then was celebrating and kind of flexing and showboating and then the dude hit the <laughs> and like and the Cavaliers the shot didn't have any
2: timeouts it. or anything and they're like the news was like oh they don't have any timeouts and they literally just handed it to that i think it's max fried or freud or uh, i don't know whatever okay. I, I,
0: there's I, a
1: really I, uh there's a really good um kind of long form on the athletic about Larry Bird the trash talker and how good he was
2: Oh man!
1: If you're uh, if you're if you're a member at the Athletic, you can go check it out. It's it's pretty incredible. Just yeah, the I'm amount just, of
2: um those old videos of him and Red Arback like like teaching drill like uh, passing drills and dribbling drills. That's that's pretty good stuff. I like stuff like that. Uh real quick
1: for those that are uh, want to know your your expertise and your thoughts for the Derby in a couple months. You did get a chance track phantom and catching freedom both uh placed and showed at risen star um
2: yeah i mean the forever young ran yesterday uh last saturday in the dubai um uh, in the dubai uh derby uh he uh man he uh he supposedly he's gonna be he's a, so uh a japanese horse has never won the kentucky derby um japanese racing uh-huh. is kind of kind of uh, it, it's on another level right now um, with their breeding programs and everything like that. They're, they're really kind of stepped up the game. So there's a horse, uh, a Japanese horse named forever. Young uh, ran in the Dubai Derby yesterday, uh, Saturday and uh Bookham Dano, I will say Bookham Dano ran his eyeballs out and ran one of the best races I could, I could ever, you know, and he almost beat forever young, but forever young, Broke bad out the gate, went wide, and just had a horrible trip, and managed to put his nose down and beat and beat Bookum Dano in the uh, Dubai uh, Derby. Um, and then you know the Dubai Cup is it was the twenty million dollar race that was the big race uh, Saturday. White mm-hmm. Mario, who won the uh, Breeders Cup Classic, was running in that. Um, there was a couple Japanese horses that were running in that out in that race, but uh, Senior Buscador. Um, the uh it was it's a really good field good story um they the owners uh own the mare bred the mare and uh, they've had a stakes w- winning horse out of out of that mare each time and senior buscador uh finished second to white abario in the classic and uh, uh, got it done man he beat that beat the dermo sagate uh right there at the line that was a really 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 good horse race so um you know man some people get you know excitement out of it you know every time i see zenyatta run the you know the breeders cup classic um it always pops up on my uh twitter feed you know every every other month every other week or every other month and i just sit there and watch it and uh i don't know man it's just um it's just something about the horses that get me but uh it is what it is, but yeah, the Derby will be rocking this year. The uh, they just got done doing the paddock. They uh, redid the paddock, and uh, it's a it's a new paddock. So it'll be a new Derby with a new paddock, and uh, they're hoping. That, I've been told through the grapevine they're trying to get over a hundred fifty thousand people at the Derby this year. Woo! <laughs> so uh Ishido, I'm go.
1: you you mentioned watch out for Japan, Yoshido Yahagi. Yagi. Big, time, big time trainer
2: yeah he always has a real fancy hat he always ha- he's a yeah. big hat guy he has a
1: big um, uh him and him and jill freeze could hang out they're big yeah. on the fedoras <laughs> um
2: yeah but he has multiple hats but he always um he won last year with uh pantalassa
1: yeah he's had two winners at the at the breeders in 2021 um first time a japanese trainer has won any breeders cup yeah um Contrail in 2020 won the Japanese Triple Crown. So yeah,
2: he, Contrail is a he's he's a stud now, and you know what's funny about Contrail is, um, you know, the Kentucky breeders, whenever Sunday Silence went up for sale, um, you know, nobody uh, nobody wanted Sunday Silence because he was kind of crooked and um, just you know wasn't didn't fit the uh, the profile the breeding profile that Kentucky breeders wanted. So the Japanese jumped on Sunday silence and you know lo and behold you know it's basically turned Japanese race that that pedigree is basically turned Japanese racing uh you know upside down they've got a horse named Equinox um that just uh retired and Equinox just uh, some Good of name. his races that he's uh, that he's uh run uh they on on the you know the uh Mario Kart where they hit the star and they and they yeah. you know, there, there's a race uh, that uh, that they did that with him. There was, a, I think it was Pantalasser. Pantalasser went out to the front and he had about a, I don't know, 14, 16 link lead. And you could see the other group of horses like getting closer and getting closer and getting closer. And then all of a sudden, Equinox uh, angled out and hit the star button and just took off. And just took off. But but yeah, Japanese racing is uh, is is you know. Um, man, they're doing it right. Um, they're, um, they're, um, when you breed a horse, you know, in America, you know, you try to take it to the two-year-old sale and run a, you know, a, a, a fur, you know, furlong under 10 seconds and have a huge gallop out and everything like that. You know, they're not ro- worried about cheap fast speed. They want a good durable horse, you know, Pantolaster, I think is a five-year-old or a six-year-old just got tr- well, retired. And I think he had, over ten million dollars in winnings, maybe fifteen million dollars in winnings, but something something ridiculous, but it's just uh it's I prefer to have a superior horse than just a you know like not nothing, nothing against flight line you know flight line uh two years ago um you know took the world by the storm, and I just wish we'd have gotten more races out of flight line instead, we only got five races and he's off to the breeding shed, and you know we'll see flight line babies so mm-hmm. It is what it is, but um, you know, there's no more war horses, really. Uh, you know, you want to you want to try to win the Derby or win the Belmont or win something and try to get to that stud stud barn and uh, start collecting the checks. So it is what it is, but uh, I'm on the other end of the race and I enjoy going to the races. You know, I've I've met so many really good people. Uh, we got Jake who's going to sponsor the uh, the show and he's going to do a Derby prep uh, a show with us and. You know there's just yeah. a lot of good peoples and uh it's I, I'm just very fortunate that I got in the game and met some of the uh met some real good people.
1: Real quick before we go, remind everybody no Bob Baffert horses. Yeah,
2: no Bob Baffert horses and he's not sending them to another trainer so he can run them in the Derby. So no Bob Baffert horses so um so if you're looking for the guy in the blue glasses and the and the blue sport coat uh and the white hair <laughs> he's probably not going to be in kentucky uh this year but no it, you know it is what it is you know i know they try they set up HISA, which is uh, a, a group uh form to um uh, better horse racing and development and you know provide a safer fa- safer thing for the racetrack but you know man uh these guys these horses want to do one thing that's why they want to run some of them want to run some of them don't you know and uh and it's, uh you figure out real quick which ones don't want to run, and which ones want to run, so uh, it is what it is, it's almost kind of like uh, when you take your uh, seven-year-old kid, or eight-year-old kid out to the soccer field, you know, he's like, oh man, I love this, and then one of them over there playing with the, the Clovers, you know, and you know, he's like, oh, he's not a soccer guy, you know, so, you know, you just find out uh, what you like, and uh, you got to, you gotta, you gotta pick them out. And, uh, you know, unfortunately Bob Baffert trains his horses really hard, but he gets the best out of them. And, but he also breaks them down also. So, uh, just, uh, tough, tough to deal with whenever, um uh, that, that gets involved. But, you know, these, these are athletes. These are finely tuned athletes. You, you see it at the, you know, on the football field, you know, these guys are pushing themselves, um, uh, you know, running gassers, what lifts and weights and trying to, be the best athlete they can be at the at, uh, at the time so uh, just got to give a little respect to the horses
1: all right Missouri State four o'clock Wednesday at Swayze and then uh, this weekend Iowa coming into town if you were uh, in Oxford either Wednesday Thursday or if you arrive Friday for the the weekend series against the Hawkeyes go over and see Greg 2008 University Avenue tell uh tell the folks what you got. Well, we got the, shop the,
2: uh, we got the lane trains. We're going to do those uh, two for 20 all weekend long. We've got the eight to nine ounce bacon wrap, two of those, and two twice baked potatoes for 50 bucks. Uh, just got done making 65 pounds of Swayze sausage. Ooh. So we've got 30 pounds of fresh Swayze. And we've got 30 pounds of smoked Swayze. So uh, uh, you can have a fresh shopping or a smoked option um let's see i'm trying to think i just got done doing wagyu burger so we just got we've got a bunch of fresh wagyu burger in In, uh just got done making a bunch of ribeye sausage uh with the ribeye sausage i put some cream cheese in it so it might have a little bit mm. different flavor uh i'm going to my buddy jake wants me to make him a pepper jack sausage so what we're going to do is i'm going to buy every pepper in the world and I'm going to put it in with some bacon and some fresh pork and some uh, pepper Jack cheese. And we're going to, and we're going to make a pepper Jack uh, sausage. So um, Mm. that's good. That's the new, that's the new sausage this week. So pepper Jack sausage.
1: Love that. Go over, see Greg, get uh, all the fixings, fill you up a bag or two LB's meat market, 2008 university Avenue. Go watch the Rebs take on Missouri state Wednesday afternoon and then this weekend against Iowa and um hey basketball Wednesday night Alabama if you're in Oxford Yeah do we go do check we have it a, out.
2: do we have a little chance I mean we could probably make a run yeah. and still get yeah, in Yeah yeah sure
1: I look I I talked about it yesterday catch Alabama sleeping a little bit In my opinion Alabama's comfortably in the tournament it's a top 15 team maybe a little maybe a little lackadaisical on the road get out early get the crowd in it and um, yeah, get you get you a yeah, hit a resume. couple shots early, you
2: know, because I know they give up a lot of points. They, uh, I think Kentucky scored what one hundred and fifteen on them, or or something yeah, was, like yeah, it was like one yeah one seventeen yeah something they, they like that. So obviously, obviously they like to um, you know, run and gun, and you know, maybe that fits the, maybe that helps out the reds because you know it, when the reds get hot, they get hot from three. I mean, Morel can knock them down. Breakfield can knock them down. I mean, I, I would like to see some um, Juju Murray uh, more, a little, some more penetrating and some more uh, action. Um, hopefully get some action from the big guys. We got to get, you know, some rebound. I mean, we got to get, we got to hit those boards hard. So hopefully the Revs can get a big win against Alabama, maybe get a little run and, you know, who knows, squeak in the, squeak in the uh, NCAA tournament. If not, be a one or two seed in the NIT, you know, keep the um uh, the the stadium being filled up and you know and maybe make a little run and try to get to New York.
1: All right. That's Greg Jones of LB's Me Market. Stay locked in, omspirit.com. We'll have baseball, basketball, football, recruiting, all that coverage and more. OMspirit.com. If you're not a member, if you're just stopping by the podcast, checking out the YouTube page, join us at omspirit.com. It's one dollar to get on the message board, join the conversation. Read all of the premium material that you've got at your fingertips on your phone, on your laptop. Everything will miss at omspirit.com. That'll do it here with Greg Jones. Up next, we have Pete Nakos of On Three talking NIL, talking PJs with Jackson Dart. So stay tuned for that one. But uh, shout out to Greg and uh, get over there and get some of that sausage. So until next week.